Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Darkfire Taverns, where heroes meet. I'm JF, better known as Darth Frog, and as always, I'm joined by Prabhu, best known as Narcessary. How you doing, buddy? Hey, dude. All going well. How about you? Ah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so today, what we're going to be doing is talking about events, not just this past weekend that we just had this awesome event that just happened. Uh, we are also going to dive back in history and kind of go and look at, do a deep dive on where we've come from with events and where we are now. But first, I would love to hear your thoughts on this weekend's event, uh, perhaps. Well, I uh, definitely enjoyed it. I think I took a slightly more laid back approach to it. It made a big difference in the enjoyment factor. And um, yeah, I think it was a well laid out event. It was a few small tweaks, but yeah, I guess it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. So what How was your you? first, I, I enjoyed it, but what was your first, your uh, favorite event? This one? I think this one here, it was um, the boss event. It was ramped up to 20 levels. So we had two extra levels in there. I had to change the team that I typically use for the last level. As Yeah, it just scaled up a lot more. Um, so my team just didn't work. I think I wiped out pretty quickly. I had like 20,000 damage. <laughs> so you finished second in that uh, leaderboard, right? Yes, I did. I, yeah, so I I, who, who, who's, who's the who one was that uh, beat you? I know, some evil Sith Lord. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, you know what? I was really proud of that win. That was only my second win, and I have to say that um, taking it from you was uh, was was a lot of fun. I also enjoyed that last level because we always go in with the same team and having to find something different. Those mobs were insane. The the big rush of those guys. Oh, yeah, I like to call them the YMCA guys when we see them on uh, the race. But that, <laughs> they were just coming in droves and it was it was pretty fantastic and you had to find a different way to uh to beat it. Yeah, and and I think that that was one of the great things about this this event, right? You had a few changes in there. They had the change to the tickets as well, right? So the tickets went from every four hours to three hours. Yes. And I kind of get why they did that because it meant that, yeah, you got more tickets during the course of the day. But because we are so competitive, it just added more pressure onto us. And I think it's just about finding that medium in there. I think one of the tweaks that we had mentioned before was, could we get the tickets up front? And then you can still buy tickets again afterwards. Or could we stack two uh, sets of tickets, right? So could I stack eight hours worth of tickets? So could I stack six hours worth of tickets? And that would make a great quality of life change to the boss events. Yeah, it was a, some people didn't really like that change. And I understand it because like you said, we're competitive. We don't want somebody else to get an edge because they're getting their three tickets every three hours, but you just can't play that much. So you're you're losing out on those tickets. So being able to have that two or three sets that drop every three hours, um, they drop every three hours, but you can hold max of eight or nine or whatever it is. But anyways, boss overall was fun. The the tweak of the timing is like, they'll, they'll fix that. They'll see the, uh, the feedback for sure. The one I did not like, and I usually like was Brawl because of Sludge. Could they have decided to to go and say, hey, we're going to try something new this time. How about everybody? Not only is Sludge, but we're going to remove Chargers and Jumpers from your team. 
That was mean. Devs, you guys are mean. I think, I mean, that, that was, when I saw that, I was like, so first I saw no charges jumpers, I was like, okay, cool, we can still make this work. And then the sludge hit you and you're like, oof, okay, this is going to be a lot of fun. And I think that's what it was, is that, I mean, if you, if you think about it, for us at the higher end, we tend to finish the earlier levels in 13, 14 seconds, which is insane. When, when, when it's a single tower. But fun. Uh, yeah. And if, but if you think about it, from a dev perspective, you put all this work into it, and these guys are just skipping past. It's like hop, skip, and jump, game over, right? And I think it's, how, how can you give them a bit of payback? <laughs> well, that worked. Um, actually, I might sound a little bit on the silly side here and not very perceptive, but I didn't realize that the towers sludged uh, for the first few levels uh, because I brought sludge in myself and I got mad because I was like, how is the AI able to get sludge off every single game until I realized, oh, that's from the towers. <laughs> and then I was like, oh man, this is not going to be my, uh, my event. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think it took everybody by by surprise, and I think what we tend to see is sometimes we see these maps appearing in the events, and they tend to make their way to the normal arena castle rotation or the race rotation. So. That is not going to make me go back to <laughs> castle. I'll tell you that. So that'll be pretty fun to see how. It will. But yeah. I have a question for you. So now yeah. there was a levels on Sunday which was for the weak, no, the strong-minded. I try to look at the stuff like, is this one of those where they just slap a, a label and then they just kind of like decide who is going to go in and who isn't going to go in? So I was thinking that, and I would have thought that that Lorenzo would have made the list simply because he took so many hits from the lightning that there's no mind there, right? So you have to be either strong-minded or no-minded. And I guess they went down the no-minded list. But... Yeah, I, th I thought it was a bit uh, random. I couldn't make any head or tail off how the heroes were chosen. I think sometimes maybe when there's stuff like that with the, when I think they had one like that with the land lubbers and the sea Theodore. something or other. Yeah, yeah. But, but that one there, you could kind of, because if you, if you look at it, you could see some heroes are more sea levels, et cetera, or more for seafaring na nation or stuff like that. Right, so, so there was some. Yeah, so I think there was a theme there, but this one here was, yeah, I had no clue at all. Yeah, they, I like the ones more like an element is taken away or like the one on Saturday where it's just common heroes, which was awesome for the common heroes because it really took us in a place where common heroes are good and it was a lot of fun to build from that. So I, I do like limitations, but I find I'm... I'm weirded out by limitations that are seem so random. Like there's no heads or tail as to why, like, you know, no jumpers and no chargers. Okay, cool. An entire thing is taken away from me. How do I beat it? You know, you're only allowed comments or you're not allowed comments or whatever. Right. It gives you yeah. that thing. But when it's just random, because you go to get a, a hero and you're like, well, why can't I use him? Like, I don't understand why I can't use this hero other than just random. Yeah. I thought Cole would have made that list. Right. Big guy, two axes. He's definitely strong. Well, he's a barbarian, but yeah. <laughs> was he not allowed? I didn't even notice. I think I think they might have chosen the heroes on intellect rather than uh, 
<laughs> Braun. Was uh, Jose allowed? Yes, he was. Okay. Because he's a well-educated archer. You oh, didn't yeah, know no, that, no. right? He went to... Yeah, uh, yeah. okay. So maybe it was tr- they were trying to set a lore thing going? Yeah, well, you know, interestingly enough, so you had the new hero, Priya, released. And I'm yes. pronouncing it as Priya because that's my wife's name. And she was available because she is strong-walled. And she deals for her damage, which targets your weak points. And from experience, I can definitely agree with that. So... And one thing I noticed was a hero card didn't have the crit on it, which was revealed on the last one. So Pedoma or Veldoma, as uh, our good old friend would (laughs) would say. Um, So they had updated her card and I had it on it. So I thought that this is a common theme we'll see going forward on which heroes could crit or not. I can definitely pass on the information that both Priyas can crit. Um, okay, well, so overall, I mean, I did have a lot of fun over the weekend. Uh, there was a, a renewed battle between me and uh, Hegelo from uh, from Diablo 2, and we used to always have a back and forth on uh, on some leaderboards. And this one, the levels, the, uh, the strong-minded levels, we actually had a, a really good uh, battle. He won out on uh, that one, but not by much and so I, I had a lot of fun overall yeah so i mean as you mentioned from that uh, levels event on sunday and that you and hairslow were competing on that was actually the clan leaderboard for that day which was a welcome change from being on waves um now typically we'd always have waves as a leaderboard on a sunday there has been a few one or two occurrences when it hasn't you have a lot more of that data available because i know that you that you've played around with this what are your thoughts on that? So this is a, actually a really nice segue into our second portion of uh, the episode where we want to kind of look back on the history of events. So they started back in September 2020. There was events when I we first started. When I first started, it was in the middle of an event, so I didn't really know what was going on. There was a, a second event that I was part of for the from the start. And it was roughly the same as what they did, but because of the huge break, I just kind of want to touch base on kind of like where they were when they came back to where we are now and kind of like show a a progression. And what you're talking about is the clan leaderboards. There's always been two. I think there was once where there was only the one clan leaderboard, which was kind of disappointing. Maybe it happened twice. I don't remember. But I did do a count. So the clan leaderboards, we've had 12 times that it was the boss, 10 times was waves, five times was levels, and four times is brawl. So basically, we always used to start with boss and waves seem to always be the clan leaderboards. So it's nice that they've now have allowed us to have other ones, but I wish they would do it more. Again, now that they've changed boss, why can't we just have a solo boss without the clan leaderboard and throw the clan leaderboard somewhere else? Yeah, I guess like if they were to throw it to levels on both the Saturday and the Sunday, it would benefit clans that have active participation across more members across uh, from them. Because as we've seen with boss, there's a few occasions where sometimes you get a team that clicks. And especially with the higher level players, you can get them doing some ridiculous damage up there. 
and it doesn't serve the community well to see, well, here you have a few places and have done more damage than the 8th or the 10th place clan, right? Where a single player has done more than that. If you have it across those levels, then you actually have a combination where it's active membership and everybody has a fair shot at it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, looking back, there was nobody that was uber strong at the time. I mean, other than uh, Kuya Cleric. But outside of that one phenom, everybody else was was at another level. But now that we're getting much stronger accounts, I think what you're saying is right. So we need to find the clan leaderboards where one or two guys just can't carry and that you need to have uh, participation. You look at Arena Bash as much as it's kind of a grind and whatever, and Formosa winning with a team full of advanced and intermediate players, they did so with participation. So you need to be able to have both the skill and participation be part of the clan leaderboard win, right? And that's why uh, D2 has won so many at one point was they had higher participation than a lot of the other clans. But now that all the clans are participating, it, it becomes that it's, oh, are you a top heavy clan? So therefore Diablo 2, Legends only, Assassins, they've got all these higher accounts. So they they tend to to do better. So I don't know. Definitely agree with you on that point. And if we think back, before we didn't even have the boards up there, it was just the two bosses, right? Yeah, the clan and the solo boss and the dev team listened. They made that change in there. And I think that's, that, that was that is probably one of the biggest changes that we've seen and one of the most welcome as well. Yeah, Brawl was fun the, having the race and the castle in there. That was different. The AI was so much better than in Arena. I wish that would come into Arena. But overall, like, are you a fan of Brawl the way it's set up now? Because I don't think it's really changed, has it, since the since it was introduced, what, October or November? I think one change I would like to see, and I think MG Nooms hit it bang on the head, was that if you have each of the levels in there, each of the stages, you've played once, but the two key stages being 11 and 22, you play those twice. It drops your amount of stages that you have to play by 20, right? But you still have that challenge in there and it frees up that time because it's such a grind at the moment, which is, I think, something that we want to avoid. Right. But because Brawl is, is the newer of all the challenges, do you think that maybe it hasn't really evolved? It's evolved in a way that maybe different maps, different... Uh, enemies and stuff like that but it hasn't really evolved for what it really is at the core because they're trying to evolve the other ones take levels right if we look at levels in the way that it was in the past it started with 10 levels then it went to 20 and it stayed on 20 unless it was the duos and now they've come to 15 right and the difficulty level has also shifted and the restrictions that they've given us, do you think that maybe Brawl isn't really touched on because they want to find, they want to fine tune levels first? I haven't thought about it from that perspective, but it makes a lot more sense, right? Do we want to change 20 things at once or do we want to get one thing right first? And I think levels at 15, I think they, they nailed it this time. Yeah, definitely. I think that that 15 is the sweet spot. 
and it has a challenge in there, but it also has a fun playability because it just removes those extra few levels from there. Did you notice what they did to show you when the levels, when the difficulty went up? No. So if you look at the visual of the levels, I think it was the first eight levels. And then once you get to nine, it actually gave you the different star. You know, the star on, when you get the silver chest on in campaign. Yeah. It's like a little bit, it's got a, cap, a couple extra uh, points to it. Okay. So levels eight through 15 had those. And if you took a look, you went up to eight and it was an easier team. And then all of a sudden it's like at nine, there was that, that bump of difficulty. And so you knew you were getting there. I did not notice that. Yeah, it was really cool. And I noticed that right away. And I saw somebody that mentioned it on, uh, on discord as well that they had mentioned, they had saw and they thought it was pretty cool. And I thought it was a neat little, uh, trigger to see it's like you know once I get there if I'm having more a harder time like at, as an intermediate player I know why you know they 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 bumped it up there so I thought it was kind of cool yeah I think that that visual aid is really great as it actually shows you your progress as well right it's like prepare yourself yeah so I think that if we look at how the events have changed one of the things that they had brought in was the three-day event and when they first brought it in, that was really intense and brutal. Yep. But that has changed a lot now as well. And I think that the way that they have a structure now with one event on a Friday, two on the Saturday, and if you do two on a Sunday, that would actually be kind of like a perfect event for us because you can actually have levels or something like that on a Friday. You could have brawls and boss would that be too much on for saturday or but i see i think that overall i think that's what they're trying to 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 determine right with the second event being a three-day with a single event on friday i think they're trying to gather data to say hey listen how many people are participating on a friday first of all to have a bigger event on friday and also how are they participating when it's one event when it's two events and when it's three events right? On uh, Saturday, Sunday. So maybe that's where they need to figure out which ones get the most participation. And like you said, the the one, two, and two would be so much better than the one, two, three, because you want to be out with your family on Sunday. You don't want to be playing three different challenges and try to do well in all three challenges. Are they asking us to pick and choose? Or are they trying to make us burn out and say, you know what, I'm not going to play at all. And then say, you know what, I enjoyed not playing at all. Maybe I'm going to quit the game, right? We don't want that. So tone it down and let us push that one event. And I think that that would also tie into the totalized rewards as well, right? I think typically with the three-day events, we tend to see a higher points required. And uh, especially the three-day events tend to be centered around the epic or the rare hero. Uh, what are your thoughts on the totalizer this time? That's one of the tweaks that I think that they've done the most work on. And a lot of people don't realize that the totalizer used to be so hard to finish. There was a point where uh, that was the big negative feedback was that so many people didn't reach the final piece of the totalizer. So that I think is is at a spot where it's really nice. So it, it was. It's gone up and down. It's gone further up. It's. It's been brought back. They've had an epic gear at the very end. Sometimes they've. 
gone to now mostly the gold chest, which I think is great. Uh, honestly, I wish they would up the percentage of an Epic gear dropping from there, but it is what it is. It's a, it's a gold chest, so it's good. And right now in the last few events, I've actually gone way over the top of what is needed to reach the, the totalizer and adding the gems to kind of progress the totalizer. So I think a lot higher percentage of people are actually finishing it. So I think they've come to a good spot, but this one was a huge evolution. Do you not think? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that, yeah, I remember the feedback from that. It was, there was quite a few where some of the top players didn't hit the final points required. And it was like, how much more do we need? Or how much more do we need to put in in order to get that? And then they brought about those changes and the gems counting towards it allows a lot more players to just get those last few points that they need. Because because that was another part of the feedback. It's like you can push as hard as you can, which will be 200 points short of that tier that you need to get that reward that you want. What do I need to do? I mean, there's nothing that I can do to get those points, right? So how do we do that? And they said, okay, well, guess what? Spend a few gems and you can easily get those 200 points that you need in there. And I think that that was a nice change. It rewarded everybody. In addition, with the few cosmetic items that they brought into the Totalize as well, it made it made that a lot more fun, right? So you have the frames, they have the portraits in there as well. Yeah, people love their cosmetics, right? Yeah. They love the frames. They love the the avatars. I wish they would bring skins into the uh, Totalizer, but it is what it is. Maybe older ones that they've had in the past and just bring it out and say, hey, you can have it for free for, for going through it. It's really old. We don't care if you have it. It's stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I think they've done a really good job of the totalizer as it is now. Yeah, and I think that you just touched on the key point in there from the points and uh, the cosmetics in the game. One thing I think that would be good is the rewards for the top clans, right? So for your top 10 clans, instead of giving EC points, would it be worth giving a cosmetic or something like that in there? What are your, how, how do you feel around that? As for cosmetics, I think that might be a little bit much because we have two clan leaderboards per event, which is basically four per month. So that becomes a little intensive for them to try to find something that's that's unique for those events. So I think the EC points is fine for now until they find something else. Yeah, I guess I didn't think that through properly. Well, I didn't even think at all when I was speaking there. <laughs> so on there, I mean, from all of these changes that we've discussed and that we've seen so far, what do you think's been the best change for you personally? For me personally, it might be the levels. And if they, I think... Like I said, they just nailed it with the 15. And I had been thinking about why are they, they're stuck on 10 and 20. And now that they've found that sweet spot, I think that's fantastic. And it just removes that little extra that you always have to do. And I love levels, but I, I love being able to replay them as well. So for me, that. But I think the best change they did overall is actually what we just talked about, the totalizer and what they've done with that. I think that's the best for the community. For me personally, it's I love the levels. You? Yeah. yeah I think uh, for me personally, the one that I enjoyed the most was the change to boss. 
So a single boss that counted towards for the clan and uh, the change in the ticker set because that chewed up quite a lot of time. As you mentioned, the biggest benefit was the totalized change for the community. That was massive. And when, when we look at it right now, without thinking back, we don't appreciate how far it's come. And I think that we need to give kudos to the team for making those changes. Definitely. I mean, I'm just as we're talking now and we're looking back at stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, that was like that. And we didn't have Brawl. We didn't have this. And we had all these different things. And they made so many tweaks. And there were some events that made me infuriated me. And I almost rage quit. Uh, not really. I mean, I can't quit this game. But I, it made me super mad. And now it's like, as I see it evolve, and I see that they're constantly making changes and trying to make it better, they want this game to succeed. So yeah, I I think we're heading in the right direction always. And hopefully they continue to work on making improvements. Yeah, so I think that that's enough about events. And I think we need to shift over to our own event. Do you want to call up Adriana for the Gold Chess giveaway? <laughs> for sure. So once again, Adriana uh, did the draw for us. I will again have the video up on our YouTube channel if you want to see it. And the winner of this one is Void Indigo. So congratulations, buddy. I will be in contact with you to get your player ID and uh, get that gold chest sent to you. Yeah, and I think uh, Void Indigo has definitely been one of the more one of the more vocal members of the community as well, you know, discussing what changes they'd like to see he or she would or they would like to see on the game, and I think that yep, yeah, it's a great person for to go to. So for last call this week, I'm going to leave this in your capable hands. Thank you. So I would like to talk about somebody we've talked about many many times, our little friend Mykonid. You are loved. You are hated by everyone who plays Arena. You are loved by the ones that have you, and you are hated by those that don't. Those that don't were given an opportunity to love you. Some took that opportunity, others didn't. Those that didn't even have the opportunity as they came in too late to get that love are now hating you. Unfortunately, this is gonna be a relationship that you're gonna have to live with forever. I'm sorry, my friend. You are loved and you are hated. And unfortunately, that's going to be all for us tonight. So on behalf of Prabhu and myself, have fun storming the castle.